Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us on today's Ask the Expert webinar, Invisalign, Marketing the Utopian Dental Experience in 2012 and Beyond with Dr. Payam Atai. You will earn two CE hours for attending today's program, and you will receive important instructions on how to obtain your CE certificates at the conclusion of the presentation. Additionally, CE hours will automatically be added to your Invisalign doctor site account. Please allow two to four weeks for CE hours to appear on your account. Please note you are able to listen to today's program via the webcast, and throughout the webinar you will have the opportunity to ask text questions, which our presenter will answer at the conclusion of the presentation. I apologize in advance if we're unable to answer everyone's questions since our time is limited, but we will follow up after the program to answer any outstanding text questions. Today's program will be archived in its entirety one week from today at AlignTechInstitute.com, where you may also access archived versions of all of our previous Ask the Expert programs anytime for CE hours. It's now my distinct pleasure to introduce today's speaker, Dr. Pai Matai. Dr. Pai Matai reached the level of Invisalign Elite Provider in 2007 and has been treating Invisalign patients since 2005 at his private practice in Laguna Hills, California. His perseverance and research spearheaded him into laser-aided cosmetic dentistry, which has led to four dental journal publications. Dr. Matai was recently awarded the top scientific clinical presentation at the International Symposium of the American Academy of Craniofacial Pain. He received his dental degree from Tufts Dental School, ranking first in his class with a Harvard externship. So without further ado, I'll turn the program over to Dr. Atai. Dr. Atai, you now have the floor. Well, hello, doctors, and good morning. I'm actually here in London, England, and we are going to be doing this webinar live for you. I've got to tell David Mullen, thank you very much for getting me involved in this, and most importantly, I want to thank all the doctors in joining us with their team because sometimes as we see and we go through our dental career, we've got to get these patients to accept our treatments. And that's what my goal is, in having a great experience in talking to the patients in making sure that we are not only treating and giving the patient the standard of care they deserve, but economically we're also successful in our practice. So one of the things that we wanted to kind of go through, and I always want to let the doctors know that these statements and these informations that I'm about to give you are of my own, and most of the importantly, attendees are responsible for their own legal and regulatory compliance in your state and marketing referral programs that I'll be giving you are my own. So having said that, let's get excitedly uh, started with my treatments of these patients. Well, first and foremost, we're going to have an internet connection, and as you see, sometimes when we transition these slides, they'll be a little bit slower. So I'll be doing my best in trying to get this moving forward for you. But the utopian experience, most importantly, you've got to understand doctors. A utopian experience for me is giving these patients a little bit more than what they deserve every day. I want to, for them to experience our office as well as our team. So we're going to talk a lot about the internet marketing aspect of this, the social media aspects of this, and I want you to understand that in my practice, we've had a successful uh, treatments of Invisalign because of the referrals. The, the patients are coming in and the patients are actually referring other patients to our practice. So if I can explain this to you coherently, then I've done my job right in today's um, lecture. So let's go ahead and transition these slides forward 
and we have a computer lock program here. So first and foremost, the team, I want to explain a little bit. Those of you who are listening, the hygienist, as well as some of your uh, team members. Um, give me one second. Uh, the, the team members, my hygienist plays a key role in my practice. My hygienist not only is a person who is going to talk to the patient openly about these treatment plans, but also get the referrals that we need to talk to them, and in every six-month follow-up, what we need to have with these patients. So let me first uh, explain to you how the, the treatment program works in my practice. Um, choosing the wrong product into our practice sometimes gives us the, the outcome that we, don't, we cannot get. So in my practice, I've had to introduce a few systems. You know, we've done the whitening system. We've done it all before, and it quite didn't bear fruit. Patients still complain of whether or not it, 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 their teeth are white enough. And, you know, with all the different types of whitening systems, patients still complained, and I wasn't really happy with the product. So choosing the product, bringing these that we know that the patients are keeping longer, and statistically, you know that most of these patients are, are women, and, and most of these patients who care about their aesthetics, and by the way, statistics show women are keeping their teeth longer, and, and the, the, the amount of dentists graduating out of dental schools, and some of you who think that the market's completely saturated with too many dentists, I have uh, to tell you that the average dentist, a female dentist, actually practices 12 years. Because of the influx of graduates in 2010, the male and female, we ended up having 56% increase in female and students. But they're retiring much quicker, leaving the population growth as you see. There's people still are, 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 are producing more people, more babies are coming. I've got two to start. And in 2020, there's actually going to be showing that there's a shortage of dentists because of the population growth. Now, having said that, we have to understand that there is the actual economics of teeth movement into our general dentist practice life. It took me a little bit because I was always worried, am I doing the right thing by bringing a product like Invisalign and showing that to my patients and my team and introducing that, and is that going to bear fruit? Is that going to give us the economic success as well as the standard of care? Well, in Business 101, some of the things we talk about is the consumer needs and wants. And that brings us to the big question today. What is the biggest competitive advantage or difference of your practice versus the other practices, and then the products that, and services you offer. Well, you know, understanding the word competitive advantage to a dentist, we have to have an entire business scenario. Very quickly, I can tell you that basically means that what product you're bringing into your practice to compete, and it's a little better in revenue in retaining patients, being your customers, in practice. So let's talk about some of the products that are out there. We've got multiple products, from lasers, from whitening products, from, from sports guards to, to different types of treatments. And every day as dentists, we're inundated with this of what we see, as I call, the here today and the gone tomorrow. And later we find out maybe this wasn't the right product for our practice. And we kind of backtrack, and our team's not quite happy with us because, in my case, I've bought lasers, and we seldom use them to cut 
crowns, right, or ever, because that's what they promised at one point we'll be doing with lasers. 11 to 15 years ago, actually 11 years ago when I started laser treatments, I, I, I didn't think spending $100,000 was wrong. I thought $100,000 were going to bear grapefruit. Now I've got this wonderful laser that I can do minimal work with. But with the Invisalign product, in bringing the product into my practice, I have to be able to understand what we call the four parameters. Business 101, the brand name, the product, price, promotion, place. These are your, 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 your basically products you bring into practice. So the lasers that I brought, just an example, the brand name wasn't quite there. Even for me to get pamphlets or brochures, I had to pay for that. Now, the public awareness or the marketing of it wasn't that great. I had to do my own marketing versus now with straight teeth, talking about InDesign and a company like Align, giving you the price strategy they do with the volume discounts and having the different types of public awareness marketing and commercials that are being run, well, that brings me patience into a sector where I, as a general practitioner, can now do some minor tooth movements and anything more difficult, I'm more than happy to refer to my orthodontist. So what we see is the philosophy in our office and how do we use this philosophy every day? Well, first and foremost, we have to understand in our practice, when you open that door and you walk in, that product, you better know what you brought into your practice. You've got to know the biomechanics of it. You've got to know the actual material of it. You should well be well engaged in, in, in study clubs, if that. And this is what I've seen with most successful Invisalign practicing officers. They're fully aware of what they've brought in. So if it's whitening that you're bringing in, you better know everything about that machine, the biomechanics, as well as the treatment outcomes, just like we would in something like Invisalign. I want to know the parameters that I can play in. How much movement can I do? What are the realistic aligner-type movements in this product or the biomechanics? Every day, aligns improving. And from the time I started treating to now, I've seen much better. But I had to introduce this and understand the product that I'm bringing in my practice and teach this to my patients as well as my team. So when a patient comes in, in that crowded and last ATA call, we talked about the 246 and talking about the crowding and the spacing and the amount of movements. Once you educate yourself well in that, now you can educate your patients simply by just taking a perioprobe and checking the amount of crowding in a patient's mouth. You now can educate them on how you can resolve this with a product like Invisalign. And that's what you've brought in to your practice as a treatment option and we now can do our pricing with that. If you're an advanced case, the amount of crowding would award a certain amount. If you are a moderate case, the, uh, less than six millimeters of crowding will give you a different price. Now the patients always, we don't want to talk about pricing up front, but when you start to educate them in this manner, when you start to talk to them in this manner where the crowding, there's a solution that you can resolve, now the question is getting informed. And information brings questions. And questions will bring, well, how much is it? So therefore, that's why we have this form ready to go. So in the hygiene process, my hygienist, as I said before, doesn't simply check the vertical uh, depth of pocketings, but rather checks the actual crowding and spacing. So that brings us to knowing our 
customer, our patient. And I always like to categorize who these patients are. Because if you're going to market, if you're going to bring a new product, one of the P's were the actual patient itself. So the philosophic patient, as I always like to talk about the three different types of patient classifications, are always the ones that we love. They're always accepting. They love the dentist. They, they accept their oral condition. They, they, they take hold of, of admitting of what their uh, situation is. And they have an ideal attitude for successful treatment outcomes. These are patients typically, when they walk in, they're there, not just because the insurance tells them to, not because their wife forced to make them the appointment, but these are patients who actually come in and are proactive about their teeth. You have uh, very few of these patients. The indifferent patient is typically one that has little concern about their oral health or dentist, and the treatment is, is, is really insisted by somebody else or the insurance. They have an X amount of dollars or X amount of cleans they can get every year, and that's why they're in there to get that treatment done. Which brings us to the critical patient, which they're never at fault. Everything is wrong. And these are the patients that we doctors focus on. If you look at this, the philosophic patient, the indifferent patient, and the critical patient that I've been able to categorize, in your practice, start to think how many of these patients do you have? And who do you want to market to? Who do you want more of patients to come in? Ideally, the philosophic patient. But this accounts for about 10 or maybe 20% of your patients. The indifferent patients, typically your makeup of about 60. And then you've got the critical patients. Now this, and I give you, I'll give you actual research that's been done on these amounts of patients that we have in our dental office every day in the US. And this critical patient is the one we always try to win their hearts. This is the one we always discount. This is the one we always try to you know, get them in because you know, we want to win them. And as dentists, you know, you're messing with my ego, buddy. I'm going to be able to treat you. Now I'm going to go ahead and give you a discount today. And guess what? We've created a bigger problem. The critical patient now who finds fault at everything has accepted a treatment at a discounted fee who's never going to own up to a treatment versus any patient you haven't discounted and has gone for the treatment are typically your philosophic patient. That's why they accepted the treatment. So once you know these categories and what you're dealing with, now you get to recognize using the understanding of what a bad bite is, what a malocclusion is. You know the capabilities of the products. When I see a patient who's come in and told me, you know, nothing can be done about my teeth. I've had these bondings done several times on my canines and as well as my premolars and, and my anterior teeth or my front teeth. And, you know, they, they keep popping off. And she's talking horribly about her prior dentist who never, you know, they said nothing can be done. She's gone to other dentists and they keep saying nothing is done and they put bondings on and they keep chipping. Well, once we say to the parameters, we know that we can lingualize or bring those anterior teeth that you've got an open bite on, as you see on the slide here, and lingualize that about four millimeters. And I know I can get what's called a relative extrusion. These are all in the clinical courses that Align has to offer for doctors and team. And you know that you can maybe at least get her looking a little better. She may not look perfect in a class one orthodontic nature, but at least she'll look better. And sure enough, in 11 months, she looks better. She's not ideal. She, we didn't close the entire overjet. But uh, she, she's happy. And you all of a sudden see the indifferent patient turn into a philosophic ideal patient who now is getting facial surgeries done, the nose done, and this patient actually got married. Now, this patient never thought that would be in the books for her. She never thought that this is something we can treat for her. And aesthetically, in 11 months, I think it was a success. 
And now you can do the bondings or do whichever you like in putting those teeth so they don't pop off. Once we know and getting these patients from an indifferent position to a proactive position, guess what they do? They now start bringing referrals. They now start talking great about their dentist and how much they love their dentist. And they, with the help of the social media networks, now they are going forward and talking a lot how great this dental office is. And I always talk about the team approach. I always talk about how wonderful it is to have your entire team on board. And the team has to know, hygienist, if you're listening, dental assistants, if you're listening, get your ears and get your doctor to give you a perioprobe, take a perioprobe and learn how you can tell how much crowding is actually within normal or within a simple type case. I always tell the 246 rule, which is six millimeters of crowding or less, we can treat very simply with the aligners, four millimeters of overbite and overjet we can treat, as well as of you know, getting a midline crossbite intrusion and extrusion. These are clinical signs that you can actually use a perioprobe and educate our patients. And we say, hey, look, this is a problem here. It's called malocclusion, and we can treat this using the Invisalign product or the Invisalign system. And at one point, out of 10 patients who come in, at least six or eight of them have this lower mandibular crowding. One of them is going to say, how much is it? And that's when we can now get them more engaged. So chair-side communication is very important. I don't like mentioning the word Invisalign. I don't like, you know, it just feels like, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to sell them the product. I instead like to educate my patients in talking about the symptoms that we see in the mouth, the chipping, the recession, the wearing, the perio, everything that we see that's going on clinically of what is classified as a bad bite. So taking pictures helps. Then at that point, the assistant or the hygienist who's taken the photo, now they get handed off to the doctor to confirm. So I walk in like the hero of whether or not I can help them. Because if they fit in that 246 rule, great, guess what we have for you today? Well, unfortunately, you're a little bit greater than the six millimeters of crowding, and we're going to go ahead and have to refer you. But there are treatment options for you. Maybe you may not be an ideal case. And I've had multiple times where patients have gone, gone to the ortho office, gotten the entire treatment information and do not want to have their premolars extracted, do want, not want to have other wire and brackets done, and instead they want to choose the midline maybe as an aesthetic solution, not a comprehensive solution, which brings us to talking about repositioning their teeth rather than rebuilding. Which would you rather do, shave teeth into position, putting crowns and veneers on, or do you want to go ahead and move them into a better position so they fit better into the bite? Again, these are all in the role of the doctor educating the patient. You've never talked about money because some doctors are not comfortable talking about money. You've never talked about anything other than the problem and what the solution is in the problem that you just saw. Just like picking up the x-ray and showing the patient or in your monitors, showing the patient of what a peritoneal ligamental tissue looks like and where there's inflammatory process when they say, I don't, have, I don't need a root canal and you see that radiolucency on the actual apex, and you're telling them, look, you're going to need to get a root canal. You need to show them something. You need to show them an x-ray. And that's pretty much what I do, trying to educate my patients chair side. So, you know, some of the important portions of this conversation and this lecture uh, can be gone and talked to. And I know Dr. Winteregg, who's the president, in talking to doctors about how to diagnose and how to actually sell dentistry. He uses the word sell, not the word treatment plan. And, and statistics show that uh, doctors trained in actually 
talking dentistry and selling dentistry, routinely their percentage of acceptance jumps 70%. Well, that's not for all doctors. Some doctors need to take courses, and I always put the numbers of these folks who offer these types of courses that can help you and train you, but you know, 20 to 25% of the diagnosed treatment is actually being delivered. So patients coming into our practices out of 100 patients, only 20 to 25 of them are accepting what the dentist is actually telling them in treatment planning. Now that comes to my great important information for today because if they are not accepting what we have to offer them, if they're not accepting their treatment plan, how do we market that proactive, that number one A patient into our practice? And how do we get these patients to come into our practices? And I know marketing is, is used all the time, but I want to kind of simplify it from a general practice view of what I do in my practice every day. First and foremost, let's understand the mindset of how dentists are marketing their practices. You know, when you, take, when you do a lot of these surveys and you start talking about internal marketing, 88% of the dentists are doing internal marketing. And the word internal marketing is simply how do you bring new patients in? Well, I do referrals. So how do you do referrals? Do you have a referral program? No, I just, you know, the patients are happy with us and they come in or we send them a promo of some sort. And, you know, it's just very vague in how that internal marketing is. We will talk in how to make a concise decision and what internal marketing can be. Website, 71% of dentists are spending money on their websites. 58% of the dentists are spending money external marketing of some sort of yellow page ad. Still, I see that, 44%. And Facebook, 34% of you are doing Facebook. Internet advertising, 20%, not much. And direct mail and newspaper and Twitter, some of these go start falling down. Now, what I see in the trend in 2012 is that the social media is everyone's talking about. And doing this yellow page type scenario, even online, these are wonderful. But how do we push it so our actual patients, the ideal patients, are talking to their friends who are also ideal? You don't have patients who are going to send in negative friends of theirs, but rather happy ones because they're happy. So let me give you the office demographics first and foremost. The office demographics in the U.S., on average, 33% of patients are ages 30 to 50 years old. 21% are 50 to 60 years old. So these are, 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 are and then you've got the, the below, which 15 or 30 years old, is 27%. But 33%, which is the bulk of our treatment plans that we are delivering and dentistry that we're delivering to our patients, is 30 to 50, which is ideal age for the product that we've chose to bring into our practice called Invisalign. Okay, now the question becomes, how do we actually market that? So we've got a lot of work to do. But first and foremost, let me tell you this. When doctors are asked, how do you have significant or do you have significant internal resources to manage your marketing program, 55% said no, 37% yes. What does that mean? Well, the front office is not only doing the helping of insurance, guiding the patients in treatment planning and, and, and treatment uh, pricing, if you will, not only are they talking to the patients about, you know, when their appointment's going to be, but also they've got another job. They've got to now market for the dentist. So 
do you have a special person doing marketing for you? The answer is no. The answer is no. And those who do, they're using a third-party program. So uh, how successful are they? So what I'd like to do is give you some tips, if I can, about internal marketing, about how I've been able to market in my practice successfully without spending too much money and getting the actual patients coming in. So the number one tip, and I learned this a long time ago from one of the doctors that I actually listened to, and when you look at this patient who's coming into the practice, and their chief concern is my teeth are too yellow, and you look at her, and she doesn't look like she needs teeth and any work done on her teeth. You look, the teeth look okay. And when you start to get closer, when you start to get closer, it's no longer the yellowing teeth that's a concern of mine, but what I see is the actual photo, the abstractions that I can see on the canine. And that you can only see with a little closer view. So you can start to see the, the recession that you are happening on the canine. You start to see that the premolars are actually tipped in a bit of the uppers. And when you get even closer and you take a look at a closer view of these recessions and abstractions, you now see on the lower that she's got some crowding going on on the lower. So now is this patient an, a patient that's ideal for whitening? That's the wrong product. I send her to Costco to get whitening done cheaper, and she'll probably be more happy. I, I cannot spend time because she's got sensitivity issues that I've got to deal with with the receded, receded gums. We've got an abstraction issue. Even if I bond, it might chip off. And she told me she's had braces before. And she only, you know, if she wants to do anything, she wants a retainer. So how do I go and educate this patient? A photo about, speaks a thousand words. So simply by showing this photo to the patient, now they might be able to understand, you know what, that doesn't look so good. When they see themselves in a close-up view, not with a mirror, the mirror we're trained to look at ourselves a certain way. So one of my internal marketing tips is take away the mirror, put the mirror away, take a, pick up a camera, and take a photo, and show the patient a photo. And by the way, you can actually, uh, oral images are billable as, as extra oral photos, and always use a macro setting, by the way. Um, those of you who haven't taken the courses uh, but, uh, and don't know, the macro setting is just a little flower that sets and you get to see a lot better. And doctors say, I don't like taking the photos. It takes too long. I've got to put it in my USB, put, take it out, and then go back and dump it into my um, uh, computer. So I'll give you a little tip that I've actually been able to pick up and learn. It's called the iFi, which is, or, or, or the Flash Air. These are just simple SD cards that you can pick up at any Best Buy or online, and they're inexpensive, they're less than $50, and you can simply get this SD card, put it into the camera, it'll connect to your wireless of whichever computer you want the photo to be sent to. So you no longer need to attach USBs and doing any other kind of connections. You simply take the SD card, pop it into the camera, and boom, you take the photo, and sure enough, it shows up within seconds right up on whichever computer, whether your laptop, your PC, or your, your um, um, monitor in your operatory that's got a computer link to it, it uses a USB to um, automatically go wirelessly on the Wi-Fi. And this loads right away. So now we've taken away the downtime for photos. Snap and boom, there it is, it shows it. And you know, for me, I like videos. I like showing videos to my patients of what's going on. 
at what point do we show videos? Well, there's this video called Straight Talk Video. Those of you who don't have it, you can download it from alignetechinstitute.com backslash practice development. And I will have all this at the end of my slide. This video is wonderful because it shows patients exactly what happens when their teeth are malocluded and how their abstractions are happening and the different types of bite classifications, as well as gum recessions that happen in time. Well, when is the best time to show this? Well, the best time to show this is when they're taking x-rays. You've got the full attention of the patient, and they're consistently worried about whether or not they're getting radiated when you're hiding behind some wall, throwing a lead apron on the patient, and pressing that little beep button that they're worried, oh, there's the radiation. So the entire time they're thinking if they're getting radiated. Instead, what I've done is I played this video right while the patient's actually taking their x-rays. And those of you who have a program that needs to minimize or maximize, get a laptop. You know, get an iPad. All this can be preloaded, and you can actually go and have this video shown to your patients while they're getting the x-ray done. And I always give them a little questionnaire afterwards because they get a prize if they get all the answers right. Yes, I actually test my patients about crooked teeth. So some of the questions are just they're basic questions of yes or no, of true or false. Crooked teeth or misaligned teeth, known as malocclusion, affect a very small amount of American adults. Yes or no? True or false? I get my teeth uh, cleaned by a professional hygienist every six months. Malocclusion will not affect me. True or false? And these questions are simply circled true or false. If they get it right, your prize could be whatever you like. And there's your in internal marketing tool number one. It could be either they get a certain discount off the treatment if they decide on that day, or maybe they have a... Uh, some sort of promotion that you're running, or they get a, a retainer or whitening included in their treatment, you can have this prize as whatever you like. Let me tell you, once they see that this is a prize at the end, everyone will pay attention. They think it's a joke at first. You've got to get your team to be on board with you, doctors. You've got to get your team to practice a couple of times in saying, look, we're going to give you a little sheet. If, if money is your concern, we can put this in a raffle. It could be a raffle. And but the patient simply writes their phone number or their email address, and in six months, if you have a raffle, the patient now could come in and get a volume discount from you or some sort of additional fees. Well, every patient's a winner in my office. But I just want to have them kind of see that we're different, and we like to educate and reward. So this straight talk questionnaire is something that was put together in simply trying to talk to the patient in leveraging some patient referrals. Because, you know, I've seen, I mean, just like educating your patients about anesthesia, right? So as you see on the slide, you can get the tooth pulled for five cents. The anesthesia is extra. <laughs> so, you know, we want to make sure that we leverage good patients. And if they're completely not with them, they don't want to fill it, great, we're not going to harass them. They're not going to be part of our 20% uh, that we're trying to get more of in. So we want more of the accepting patients. And you can now add what's called a mobile quick code response, which is just what you see on those QR codes. So at the end of that page, you can actually add a little module that consists of those black square patterns called a QR code. It's been around since the, uh, 94. And, and you know, here we are using these mobile devices and using the QR code. It's simple fix that you can create on your own or your web 
master can do it that can go directly to your website if you like. It can go to a some sort of promo page or a discount page that the patients can print and bring out. But it's something that they get to take home with them. When you do your hygiene, they've answered all the questions right. They can now have this some sort of code that they can download. And you know, a lot of doctors say, you know what, I don't think I'm going to be interested in that. That's something that's too much for me. I think $55 is cheap, and there's an app that you can actually make your own QR code, just so you know, and it's about 29 I think it's $29 that you can make your own QR, QR code. I haven't. My web designer does it. Cheap, simple, and it links it. What's important is you realizing that patients are now the age demographics of those 30 to 50-year-olds are well in tune with the QR code, and they like it because they get a coupon discount or a deal from it. 87% of the patients liked it and use it to get discount deals. So there's the patient that you want to get a deal to. Here they go. They can answer all the questions, right? We kind of see if there's a patient we want to use this treatment plan on. And as you can see, the general public sees a lot of value, at least half the general public sees value in this QR code when they see them. But almost half the dentists don't see that there's a value. So as dentists, 32,000 of us said, look, QR codes are not important. Well, 49% of the public population polled out of 45,000 people said QR codes we like. Half the population polled liked having the QR code. We've got to do that. $55 fix, it's easy. Making a QR code, not my job, but I can at least have someone do that for me inexpensively in linking the patients to the social medias if I like. Now, this is something that I'm going to talk a little bit more about, and I'd like doctors to open up their mindset if they can in understanding social media such as Facebook or Twitter. How many of you actually promote your practice? Well, in 2011, 40%. It grew only 1% in two years. How many of you have the strategy of using social media to promote your practice? Well, guess what? In 2011, 33%. Very little growth. And you see Facebook and Twitter, and you see this Google Plus now that's coming around. You see all these patients on there, and all these companies are talking about it. We have to get on board. We've got to be able to use an easy way of doing it, and that's what I did. I used a simple way of doing it because when dentists were asked, why have you not joined Facebook, 56% of them said it's a waste of time. They, they just think it's a waste of time. There's got to be it's a, over $2 billion uh, uh, franchises and, and, and 2 billion patients that are twitting and Facebooking, and you can Google this and take a look at it. So we've got to at least get some of these patients on a daily basis to get some sort of connection with us. So how often are dentists using Facebook? Again, the statistics show that we're pretty much not doing it. 33% don't use it. We've got to start using that for our business. And I'm going to show you some tips and tricks in how you can do that right away. So let's get into the Internet portion of our lecture and talking a little bit about how we can set up easy and I always like things easy. So Google launched a new program, okay? They have now what's called a authorship. So we have to have our website as owners and as authors of our own website. This is wonderful because now it includes where we can go in Google Places as well as Google itself 
and I put the 800 number if those of you don't want to do it online, that you can just add a photo and just add some sort of picture and you can now automatically run ads if you like or you can actually push this to your patients directly. So why do you want to participate in this? First of all, it's free. Secondly, participating in Google allows you to make sure that your account gets that Google Plus. And if you see now a lot of times, these little pluses are popping up on our websites. And this kind of positions us in placing higher on the uh, search engines, if you will, or where we're placing. So we want to make sure that a simple photo is loaded by simply just having ownership, by putting up your photo or your office photo. Now you can help other um, search engines to optimize you as well. So now they can, and, and the readers can now contact you. And my little tip for today is making sure that, one, you upload a high-quality photo, either of yourself or your team. Make sure that there's some educational information, your background, your hometown. Make it where, in case you know, you're putting this up, someone that's in, if you're listening in Kansas, that same patient's coming in from Kansas, so you want to make sure that you put where you're from. And the webmaster, whoever you have managing your website, needs to put in your necessary code for, so that Google knows where to connect you on your website. And you get a Google Plus profile. So I'm going to go through piece by piece. They're going to go ahead and email you a, a verification link in an email. So you have to have an email attached to that where this is an email that's going to be used by either your staff members or yourself in communicating with your patients. Some of you already have your own email in the office. Use that. So now your Google Plus is linked to your website. So photo, email verification, maybe some profile information, you're ready to go. Simple. Facebook, a lot of doctors, I was surprised, they don't use it, but they don't even have their own office profile. Now, I'm not talking personal profile. I'm talking a business page on Facebook. And in Facebook and in Google, if you're a business, you have to have your own business Facebook. So first of all, you're going to go on Facebook.com. You're going to fill out some information because they're going to need it starts from your personal profile. So whichever photo you're, you're loading, it's going to come from your personal. And you know, you're going to have to do the security words on the next page. It's called a CAPTCHA, and that's got your little um, you know, wiggly, if you will, those little wiggly uh, letters that comes back to you. Then you can go ahead and skip to find the friends page. Clicking this step will fit, fill you into the per profile info, and automatically for employer, you're going to enter your practice name and click Save and Continue. You then upload your profile or your uh, photo, if you will, and at that point you can go back. Don't worry about the privacy settings yet because you're going to create a business page by confirming your email address, and the Facebook then will send you an email confirmation. You just click on it and write it down, and that email confirmation is what you're going to link onto. Now automatically you have yourself a business page, so that way you can communicate outside rather than having your own personal profile up, you have a business page on Facebook. And this is something you guys could download on your own later and review and do or have one of the team members do it. We actually did this and we put in at 8 a.m. we did a Facebook quick update talking about how we're announcing our Midline Open House. We instantly got eight likes in eight minutes. That was one like a minute. And I was just so surprised that as soon as we put this up, eight people just liked us. 
So you need a minimum of 24 likes in order for you to be recognized, and now that can optimize. Your office will get optimized on the search engine. So very importantly, I liked it because I ended up running some call to action so I can build some more business profile and getting more patients. So I simply posted, if you like us on, on Facebook and you just have a like, that little thumb that you see, we'll give you a free uh, interview for a free take-home whitening system with Invisalign. So that in itself, as you can see, brought me an additional <laughs> 40 likes. So I ended up having something like, in a matter of two days, instantly additional likes, and I got recognized on the search engines. So as you can see on there, 45 likes, 23 were here. So just in, in a matter of minutes, we've got likes, and the patients are now entered for a raffle that they can do with their Invisalign, some whitening. Those patients are those top 20%, those patients I'm trying to capture, those are the ones we're going to talk to, and this is simply done. My front office is not burdened, but rather I put in an ex about 40 to 35 minutes a day, and I tell them, look, who's going to run it today? They simply go online, and whoever is Internet savvy, I have a, a, a dental assistant who's very Internet savvy as well as my front office. She just takes 35 minutes uh, a day, or sometimes depends on a week. You can just put it, just say only do 40 minutes a week, and go through and just simply reading the people's comments and emails and posting your own. Because you've got to make sure that on the Internet you're staying updated. You've got to understand, doctors, I know this is too much to, to deal with online marketing, but you want to capture your own patients and bring them in, but also their friends. They're going, our friends are going to be on places like Yahoo, like Yelp, like Google. They're going to be on things like Facebook, Hot Frog, which now gives business discounts, and patients are clipping coupons on these links. So we've got to now keep ourselves updated. So first and foremost, I want to talk to you doctors because I'm on the road and they ask me about some of these words that they hear like panda or penguin and they wonder what this means. Well, you know, I want to make sure you understand that what the word panda and penguin means in the Google algorithm is basically that you are now ranking in the websites, not just individual pages. So panda refers to any kind of penalties Google has placed on websites because they are low quality, meaning they don't have high quality resolution of photos. You, know, you want to have to have a minimum of 350 DPI photos, high res quality photos. A website that's consistently being updated, meaning you're going in, maybe changing some photos of before and after pages, or updating some information. This, the Google Panda will go through any stagnant websites are going to go now lower. The penguin refers to penalties Google has placed on websites that are overly optimized. You're paying some third party and they're consistently changing your content, they're consistently pushing, and now you are being penalized because you're overly optimizing and putting in those excessive amounts of keywords, like the word Invisalign, straightening teeth, you know, all these different types of versions that people want to look in, you're changing that too often. And what is too often? How do I know if I'm over-optimizing? Well, first and foremost, let's first verify your Google and Bing and different types of ask location listing. Because over-optimization basically means that in a less than a month time, you're changing photos. So I do it quarterly. Every quarter, I'm going in and updating my photos. That's, that's once every three months. 
um, putting on comments, and engaging and encountering patients to submit some sort of testimonial. This will now help me not just in the pay-per-click listings, but also in the organic searches as well. And I have to update my website. Those of you who are just having one template of a website, you've got to make sure your webmaster or someone talking to you and getting a little bit more active. And, you know, I talk about the patient activator tool. This is actually, I put the number there, the 877 number for you. This is an actual service that 1-800-Dentist is doing really well of. And it's less than a few hundred dollars a month for me. And not only am I getting optimized, but they're constantly going in and changing the template and putting in the information that I need. And they're helping me build my site every quarter. And it's taken away the headache for me doing it. <laughs> All I do is simply just send them the information. Now, a few doctors have talked to me about patient reviews and how they are so afraid of this Internet marketing because when we do the Internet marketing, they tend to get the bad reviews. So I want to talk a little bit about that as well. I want to talk a little bit about not to be afraid of the bad reviews because practice owner, here's what happens. They find a bad review on Yelp or whichever and they all of a sudden see these negative reviews. They get a call from the uh, either Yelp or some service marketing and they talk about how they would like to have their services and monthlies and in helping them get some sort of better reviews. And the practice owner typically refuses and asks the patients, hey, you know what, I want you to go defend me. I want you to go leave me some positive reviews. Give me some fives. Well, that's something you don't want to do. Leave it. The, the strategy here is not to ask patients to give you positive five out of five reviews. That instead will now trigger the, the, the algorithms. And every six months, you're, you're getting two to three reviews a, a week, which now raises a red flag. And immediately, your positive reviews that were all fives, they go sub, they go under hidden. Patients are not able to see the good reviews. They still see the bad reviews. And the practice owner sees this, gets even more proactive, and calls Yelp. And then now you have an issue. If it's Yelp, you're going to end up getting a flag, or you're going to prevent yourself from getting those five stars or four stars. So what I've learned is very simple. I make sure. I'm still on Yelp. I make sure that I still utilize them. I don't pay for their services. I haven't ever paid for their services. This is something that's free to the public. But I created a profile. I went in and actually created a profile. And you see what I have on the screen. You can actually go in and under your account information, create an account, put your business address. You can even have your Facebook there. And simply, those patients who are happy with us once every uh, quarter or so, they go in themselves and create an account, and they make sure that their photos are loaded, and they go ahead and do a review for us. So hopefully, I, would, I don't want five out of five. I'd rather have four. And if you guys look me up, you'll see I have fours, I have some threes, I have maybe a five. But my overall ranking is four and a half stars. And that's what you want. So getting the positive reviews is, number one, don't ask patients to go in and give you five reviews, and do this every week because what's going to end up hurting you in the long run. You want people who create a new Yelp account 
and they are the ones that are number one on the list. And they want to add a profile picture. I mean, always add a profile picture because Yelp doesn't look favorably for reviewers who don't upload profile pictures. And don't have more than one review a week. I always like to say a quarter. I like to get two or three a quarter, and that's enough. I don't scout for more. And this is one way of just simply having testimonials. Your website needs to have a blog section. You need to have a section that you're engaging your patients. And websites are changing now. This is simple. Again, uh, the patient activator uh, that, I, that I utilize, they actually create this for me. I just simply give them information. And they actually bring in where I can put in the videos, and they post the, the stars on there. They have their own rankings, my, my dates. A lot of your information should be personalized. And even the patient's confirmations are done. You know, when you want a video, there's already some videos that are pre-made with the line. You can get this from your Invisalign site, and especially Ask the Expert uh, program that I have. I'll put in at, at the end of the slide where you can get these videos. And you can simply load these 15, 16 second videos online for your website. These are simple videos that can be actually loaded or you can make your own. Personalizing website, what I mean by personalizing, I'm talking talk about the finance options. I'm talking about make sure that there's some before and after. If it's not your own, show what Invisalign. We have an Invisalign gallery that you can put up. Uh, this will be treatments that have been done with Invisalign. I, you know, I don't have a ton of photos uh, on my before and afters, but I like to change them every so often, every quarter. And I like to have some personalized content about my doctor, about me and associates that are associated with me. Because when I looked at a website, and I was sitting at the airport some time ago, and I looked at a website, and uh, this website happens to be one of the Invisalign premier providers. Uh, and when I looked at it, he had the picture of Carmen Electra, which is one of the patients he's treated. He's also had all this information about himself. But I looked at it as a template website, and I think a more effective website would have been where he has the actual Invisalign logo linked to the Invisalign site and has a lot of information and maybe a gift certificate of some sort for them just to clip a coupon, if you will. And instead of Carmen Electra, I would have probably put a no-gag policy and using the iTero that we have now in, in our office offers, some sort of services, some sort of special services that you offer in your practice. It's a little different. And this, I think, makes it more effective if you're changing it every three months. And texting or emailing or sending these live patient calls, I leave all of that not to my uh, uh, front office because for them, I've just inundated them with doing some newsletters for me at least 35 minutes a week or a day. So I don't want them to pick up the phone and keep harassing the patients. I want to email and text. And again, I use the 1-800-DENTIST uh, format. It's inexpensive, less than a few hundred dollars a month. And in my case, I think I'm paying only 57 for one portion and 120 for the other portion. And this is, is not a contract of any sort. But for me, it's worked out great because the patients not only can get confirmations, but I can get to push information if we're having a special day in talking about Invisalign, if we're having a special way of uh, building that relationship because it does enhance the patient-doctor relationship. You know, running announcements, you know, you've got to contribute to the conversations. And it may not be your own uh, fingers doing the texting and responding back. Someone needs to do it for you. And one of the blogs that I always like to run is how Invisalign has no PBAs. You know, the plastic water bottles that we drink out of, they have a lot of PBAs, and a lot of companies are switching these types of plastics to glass. So aligners don't have any plastics in them. 
don't have any plastic or PDAs in them. And that's some of the blogs that we run once every three or four months and just pushing it to our patients that they're toxic-free and they're, they're, they contribute. And the patients now get an opt-in. And this simple tool that I've added by enhancing the patient-doctor relationship and giving them information, because there are 87,000 hits a day looking at the Invisalign patients. They're trying to get Invisalign treatments done. These patients are out there. These are your ideal patients, ages 24 to 34, college education, and then when you see the gender, mostly female. Well, these patients are the ones that are used to these types of advertisements being online. So we've got to participate. So again, I use the patient activator as one of my um, techniques, and I know that this is something that most doctors I've spoken to, they've been very happy with it. Um, so that would be my, my other tip And moving uh, forward. I always like to talk to doctors a little bit about patient gallery straight talk video and the straight talk brochure. How do you get them? So the to-do list for you to do Monday morning is to make sure that you get to patientgallery.com, uh, and that's actually patientgallery.invisline.com, into your web browser, and this will create a shortcut, and you can either use it on your desktop or even load it online if you like, of different treatments that are done and make sure your straight talk video, when the patients are sitting there taking x-rays, doing all kinds of, you know, uh, <laughs> what they think, radiation, I want to stray them away and make sure that they are looking at a video and that's online on Align Tech Institute. In the upper right corner, you can actually choose practice development in the toolbar. Scroll down to the bottom and you'll choose that video and the instructions will be downloaded to your computer. You don't need to be on live every time. It just downloads and we save that and we just press play whenever the patient's sitting in the dental chair during the exam. Uh, the brochures are, are at no charge, what you just saw in, in a straight talk video. And those of you who don't know, you can actually get these free. Uh, they give you, I think, three at a time, not three brochures, but stacks. And those are something I order uh, at a dozen. And uh, once every you know, six months or so, we go through it, and it's something that's on the doctor's site in the Align store. Again, these are no charge to me, so it helps me just simply you know, add, if I can, a little sticker with the barcode or a QR code on there, and it'll help the patients kind of get re-engaged if they want to get a clip of a coupon of some sort. So I would always advise doctors to make sure they spend a little money, if they can, in helping the team Get that photos up real quick, that iFi or the flash share at the best $40 or $50 you've ever spent, and getting these, and these are to-do lists that you need to do on Monday. I have put my email address on top, and I know we're getting close to the top of the hour, so there will probably be some questions to, uh, from you guys. And a lot of information, you're going to go back, review this, and, and play it again so you can kind of digest everything we've done in this last hour. We had an earlier technical difficulty. I appreciate you doctors hanging in there with me. So in order for you to obtain the certificate for this program, you must complete the survey on the Ask the Expert program, and uh, we'll go ahead and get that sent out to you.